my god, can you believe that it's episode 24? No. It's wild. It's, it is crazy that we've been consistently doing this for at least 24 weeks. Excuse me while I sip my coffee because I'm up at the ungodly hour of 8 a.m. It's actually 9 now, but... um. Okay, well, I got up at 8 a.m. Yeah, me too. And I don't feel any better than I did when no, I started No, no, I feel day. pretty dead still. Like, honestly. See, usually this is a mid-afternoon thing. Yeah. This I is a w- mid-afternoon joint. I wish I was sipping on chlorine rather than <laughs> delving into 21 pilots for this coffee this morning. All right. I can't even form coherent sentences No, that, yet. that's fine, because neither, neither can this. Tyler, so we'll... We'll do a really good job, yeah. I think, talking about this album. Great. Oh, our levels peaked so much during that, yeah. too. We, we, we yeah. need to, like, calm down a little bit. No, I'm bit. sorry. I was channeling my, my inner Trixie Mattel and just screeching right. instead of laughing. All right. So, I guess, yeah. So, what are we talking about today? All episode right. So, were you even listening? On this episode of Were You Even Listening, we're going to be tackling the new studio album by 21 Pilots called Trench, the fifth studio album by American musical duo 21 Pilots. It came out on October 5th. And we've had all week to ruminate over the tales that are found with the folklore, the the lore, if you will, surrounding this album, including the three music videos and then the unofficial website and then all of the side things on the actual website. There's a lot here. The cryptic messages. The skeleton click. The banditos. Exactly. We're just going to throw out buzzwords so that 21 Pilots fans like. Are like, yeah, they know what they, they know. They what know we're it. Talking they about. know what we're talking about. Because guess what? I don't. I really, I don't nothing <laughs> this about. This album is an enigma. It like really is. Like a straight up mystery. Like this is a cube, a puzzle cube that like we just can't figure out. Because the thing is, is there's not actually a puzzle there. There's just alluding to a puzzle <laughs> to add more depth to this fucking record than there actually is. So basically... It's got a lot of pos- positive reviews yes. too, though. It's ninety nine percent. Ninety nine percent. Sorry, I have a cold. That's why I'm coughing. Ninety nine percent of Google users liked this album, <laughs> according to a a quick search. Um, but then people who are searching it are probably people who like it, so that right. kind of makes sense. Skewed results. It's skewed exactly. Yeah. On Metacritic, it has an eighty two percent out of one hundred. Obviously, okay. fifty percent. Um, on Rolling Stone, I got a three and a half. NME gave it a four out of five and all music gave it a four and a half out of five as well right so it's pretty much almost exactly an hour yeah it's Um, like 57 minutes so and we both listened to it multiple times Mm -hmm. so just you're welcome for that for doing that it was a trial it wasn't easy (laughs) yeah i had to see i don't like 21 violets like that has been my thing my consistent like brand is that i do not like 21 violets that's I don't your, like the that's your that, brand that's your identifier yeah just <laughs> someone who does not like this band but specifically because of like the overanalyzation that comes with every single one of their fucking songs yeah um and like this is going to be a curse a very curse heavy podcast because i'm done with this bullshit <laughs> is what I not am. Play. he didn't come to play i did not like, come here to play <laughs> wigs are going to be snatched um, but <laughs> i do like the record that has their grandparents on it which Vessel? one yeah that one was fine. I actually, uh, I'm gonna be real. I went through a 21 Pilots phase. I feel like a lot of people did. And it like just missed me. I actually, it's funny though because I really didn't like 21 Pilots and the Vessel area. I era. like I like holding on to you like yeah. a lot. Um, when that one song that was super popular played on Alt Buffalo all the time. Holding on to you. No, it wasn't that one. Was it? That's the uh, one from that record that 
that played a lot. At least like at my zone. Well, anyways, there was one song from that album that was super popular and always play on 107.7 in Buffalo. Um, Shout out them, by the way, though. They're great. Car Radio. Um, Car radio actually like car radio, but no, it gave was a different me like one. it was a different one, a fight or flight reaction. But any, <laughs> but anyways, the point being is that I absolutely could not stand. I was like, I hate this song mm-hmm. so much that I it turned me off of the band immediately. Mm-hmm. But I had friends who really liked Twenty One Pilots, and I like for the longest time like would refuse. I'm like, no, I'm not listening. No, <laughs> no, I'm not going not to. Me, no, thank you. thank you, thank you. But. I finally gave in. Somebody played a song for me off Blurry Face. Blurry Face is and it was Doubt. I think better. And I was like, "Yo, this beat is dope. Who is this?" <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this beat is dope. Who is this? Natalie says as if she's a producer in like West Hollywood. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, "Who is this?" And like Twenty One Pilots, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was <laughs> <Who>? like, "Oh no." <laughs> I've been making fun Suddenly of I stand. <laughs> Suddenly I've become a skeleton click. No. But um I actually I listen to the album and honestly I really like a lot of the songs on Blurry Face. I'm not even gonna mm, lie and pretend like I is, don't. Like, it is a technically it's a good fine album. record. Yes. Like I like Polarized, I like Lane Boy, like honestly, mm-hmm. pretty much like almost all except for Car Radio. Car uh, Car Radio, like there's a there's a famous tweet of mine that is I'm glad somebody stole your car radio. Because I wish someone would steal mine so I didn't have to hear this song on repeat every single time I'm in a vehicle. Tweet. I've seen that tweet. I yeah. know exactly what you're talking about. But it's yeah. so annoying. <coughs> this chair. Yeah, no, it's a squeaky I don't one. Like that. Okay, it's anyways. a squeaky one. <coughs> but yeah, so we're coming from a place where you are more of a fan, quote unquote, than I am. Yeah, I mean, it was really just that album, mm-hmm. nothing else from 21 Pilots. And I even went to go see them at Canale Side with some of my friends, too. Um, like, yeah, I definitely, I had a couple friends that really, they were the ones that pushed me into, like, listening, mm-hmm. and I responded pretty well to Blurry Face, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna lie, not like, I know a lot did. of people critique it. It was, like, like, one of the best-selling records that yeah. year. Um, Just like so, Trench is gonna be one of the best-selling records this year, yeah, on vinyl specifically. So I, I saw them, it was crazy, Tyler climbed up a scaffold, it was, it was wild. Wow, how edgy. My friend almost lost her phone, it was a crazy was, night. Was that an allegory for mental health? <laughs> No. Was he climbing no. above to, to get a better view? I think it was, like, I also think that when he climbed, like, onto stage or whatever. It was a metaphor. Like, it was, I think it was the part where he was about to scream in car radio. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. I don't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. It was a few years ago. But anyway, since then, that phase is done. I don't really go back to that album anymore. Not that I, not saying that I hate 21 Pilots. I just, like, I, didn't, I, I never went back to it. I don't care particularly for their music that much anymore. So that's kind of where I'm at. And I honestly didn't really care to even have to listen to Trench. <laughs> if we were just kind of trying to find something to talk about, and this was the one that we knew yeah. that we would be able to. And like yeah. coming off of Brockhampton last week, it just kind of makes sense, I guess, to pick yeah. something else that's popular. And, and let me just like preface this whole discussion by saying that like, this isn't like a terrible album. Like, there's good production here. Yeah, that's the th- like the production well on this album is absolutely. There's some amazing. good courses. Um, so like it's not all. We're not gonna totally like because I feel like I'm gonna have some hot takes. We're both gonna have some hot takes. Yeah. So I just want to preface this to like fans, just saying it's not like worthless. I guess no, it's like not a worthless. Like album. I said, every single song, even the ones I didn't like, have very good production in them. Like, the team made. A very solid, like technically record. Yeah, um, I agree with that sentiment, like completely. So, 
Yeah. Um, so I just want to, like, start off by just saying, like, can we just look at this album cover? Because what does it mean? Well, <laughs> um, Natalie, obviously, if you knew anything about the trench lore, um, no. this represents the main colors of the album, which are yellow and black, which you'd see in the first music video they released for Nico and the Niners, in which everyone has yellow tape across their outfits to signify that they are a member of the Nation of Dima. 21 Pilots is a cult. Yes, that's the that's skeleton cool. click. That's straight that's up what it is. Um, but that's the point of the album is to kind of, it's like Dima's this quote unquote like society thing that the main character is forced into for some reason, and then tries to escape throughout the album. At least that's what I think. That's what right, I because gather. The album that's what doesn't I doesn't actually tell you what it means. People make up their own interpretations. Stuff. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. So there's like a bunch of stuff on the website. <laughs> that, like, implies things, which is fine, I guess. But, like, none of it is really set in stone. Like, it tells a story almost as vaguely as humanly possible to the point where there isn't really a story and you're just filling in the blanks. Kind of like Drive, the movie, but, like, worse. And then the thing here is, like, I appreciate, like, theatrics and pretension when it comes to records. Oh, I know you do. And, like, I... You like Morrissey. Yeah, well... (laughs) Different, different. <laughs> Morrissey and Tony One Pilots are two entirely different problems <laughs> in music world right now. Um, but I mean, like the Deer Hunter and Coheed and Cambria, like bands like that that tell a story with the record. Obviously, like this is what happens, and like even if it isn't immediately clear, you can kind of tell what's going on if you read the lyrics and if you're paying attention. With this, like, you have to go to Genius. You have to click on every single verse <laughs> to get even a little bit of information about what it actually, quote-unquote, means. Which I can't wait to just verbatim, word-for-word, word, read some of these. Like, that's what I'm most excited for today because it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so the the cover is fun. It's, you know, what kind of bird is that? It looks like a vulture. Oh, that makes sense. Because, that makes so much sense. Because are referenced in um, one of the songs. <laughs> it's all coming together now. One of no. the songs. I don't remember which one, but one of them is about vultures. <sighs> all right. So, uh, yeah, we'll Let's take a quick through. break uh, yeah. first and, you know, do our sponsor shindig, mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. And then we'll get into this electro pop alt rock duo. Stay tuned. For you, the listeners of Were You Even Listening, Vinyl Me Please is a Vinyl Record of the Month Club, the best record club, in fact. Every month, Vinyl Me Please features one album that is essential to the modern vinyl collection and sends it to thousands of members worldwide. Every month, you get a record shipped directly to your door and access to the Vinyl Me Please store. To join their record club, go to joinvmp.com backslash WFSE. Again, that's joinvmp.com backslash WFSE to join Vinyl Me Please today. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Well, you don't have to edit my coughs out. It's fine. No, I do. No. I do. No. Is it that bad? It's pretty rough. Like, people understand I'm sick. Like, relax. My God. Like, I can cough (laughs) if I want to. It's a free country. Not in the country of Dima where you're trapped and subjugated or something and you have to follow the group. But no. Tyler will break out because he's an individual with thoughts and feelings. Oh, no. Don't forget that um, Josh is here, too. Like, no, you know, he doesn't matter just anymore. He's just, <laughs> he's just there on the drums just, in the back. Yeah, he's just in the he's promotional chilling. work. Like I don't really think he's doing anything at this point. 
it was all recorded in Tyler's basement by Tyler. So it's just like <laughs> he's just oh there. If I make it through this episode without cry laughing, I'm proud of myself. So all right, so jumpsuit. Jumpsuit, I don't mind. And the more I it's listen to bad. it, the more I kind of am okay with it. I wish the whole album had that much passion and energy in it. Yeah, I wish it was all just kind of angry. Like screamy and yeah. like I wish it was Lincoln Park. Like screw authority. The world I wish is this was Lincoln Park. <laughs> Because it, it it reminded me of like that era of, of I'm ch- I'm switching on my chair. Okay. But yeah, Sorry, like folks. jumpsuit. While the lyrics are kind of dumb, um, I understand. Like, I get it. It's a fun song, I guess. Everyone, in, everyone in the skeleton clique slash the banditos wears those dumbass jumpsuits. Like that's that's what it's about. They're referencing so, their fans. Is it the skeleton clique or banditos? I don't know because in the song bandito he says I am a ban bandito, and then it's just like great. I wish I did not hear that. Okay. Um, <laughs> great. I don't like that song. All right. That's the one I don't like. Yeah, I mean yeah. the one. There, well, there are multiple, but that's the- that's one of the ones that I just don't love. Um, Levitate sounds like Jaden Smith to me for some reason, and I don't really know why, but I think it's just the, the, the way at which he's rapping, quote unquote, kind of gives me that vibe that Jaden does. He's, he's not a bad, like, in rapper either, like, when like, he, when he does those little rap, it's not real rap, it's like, you know, you know what I mean, it's not yeah. his singing though, it's, 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 he's rapping, let's it's just rap-like. say what it is, it's, it's talking with a B, I don't know. Rhythm and poetry. It's it's poetry, right? <laughs> but um, he's not bad at that. Like it doesn't sound it doesn't sound bad. But for no. some reason, I kind of cringe on this album whenever he does the fast rap. The fast rap thing, because then yeah. it's just like if I wanted Eminem, I would listen to Kamikaze. <laughs> but um, ah! oh, that's a whole nother T. Yeah, like that we could get into of like why. Did Eminem release that album? Okay, let's not even get into that. <laughs> um, but Levitate does get good towards the... I feel like a lot of the ending of these songs gets to a point that I really like them. And then I listen back, I'm like, I, why did I like this song? And then it's like, oh, right, the ending's good. And, like, that's not great for me as far as remembering, like, what's actually on this record and, like, going yeah. back and listening to it. Um, Morph, I'm really into at the start. Morph, I'm going to be real, if out of everything on this album that's the one that i would listen to again yeah um i think it has a great chorus like the it's a good hook chorus is great i appreciate like, that they really did it with that one um and the instrumentals like right before the bridge like when it does like the um the uh the like dj like shifty thing like yeah 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 that is really good um so yeah, I responded very positively to that song specifically. Like, to be frank, the first four songs on here are pretty good. Yeah, it's not a bad, like, start. Mm-mm. It makes you think it's going to be a good album. And then Chlorine happens. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just like, oh no. And then from there, it just becomes like this Alt-J, this uh, Portugal the Man. Like, Except Portugal the Man is good. Mashup full of just, like disguised imagery and mental health problems quote-unquote being addressed vaguely so that people yeah. can relate man because this band that's really so cares. accurate that's so accurate wow <laughs> um you should get into something that you like because i'm being negative okay, well morph was the thing that i liked so we already we already went over that so okay um, cool my blood isn't 
isn't that bad as well. I kind of like that one. Um, I feel like that's the one that's going to be on, like, the alternative radio back home, like, all day, every day. Um, the bass is really good. Shout out out Buffalo. Shout out to 104.5. Um, <laughs> this song is entirely inoffensive and, like, it's fine, but I feel absolutely nothing other than, like, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, and you know what? Being inoffensive, I guess, is better than the being the pet reverse of that. So cheetah. yeah. Then pet cheetah. <laughs> um, so yeah, chlorine. Um, which if you didn't get my joke in the beginning, it was a play on this. <laughs> the lyrics are sip it on straight chlorine. Let the vibe slide over me. This beat is a chemical. A beat is a chemical. According to Genius, drinking chlorine would kill you. But to the protagonist, it's worth the price in order to be clean from dark thoughts. To that, I say, bitch, fuck off. Hold on, I'm looking up the genius lyrics to this song. I'm really, Jesus. like, someone's got to drink chlorine because of this song. I know, that's then, what I'm thinking, too. I'm like, this is not good. You and can then, probably hear all my clicks, too. Sorry, guys. No, that's fine. And then they're going to be like, uh, well, how did this happen? How could this have happened? How could somebody have, have drank chlorine? Oh Don't you know? It won't rid you of your dark thoughts. All right. These lines could be a reference to how when Tyler goes to write a song for an album, preferably Trench, he will go through every measure to complete the song before he does anything else. He sets the music at his number one priority. The idea is strongly emphasized in another song on the album, Pet Cheetah. Which, whoa, let's get into Pet Cheetah, even though that's jumping and no, we're going to have just, to go back. I don't want to talk about the songs in between it, so let's just go. I mean, no, they're important, though, because Smithereens, I mean, that's a... Smithereens a, is, a is a very generic love song. Pathetic love song. No, I'm kidding. It's dedicated to his wife, I think, so, like, let's respect that. It's a pretty that. shitty, pathetic love song. Um, The hype is whatever. I don't care about the hype. I don't understand Nico and the Niners. Um, okay. I, not for all lack Let of trying. Let me talk about Nico and the Niners. <laughs> Um, so Nico and the Niners is about Nicolas Bourbaki, which was a um, like group of French mathematicians that wanted to make music, slash, uh, not music, math more abstract. And they were obsessed with topography, which is like the study of like maps and shit and like ground and mountains and soil and things. And um, that is implied in a lot of the like promotional website stuff that happened before this album came out. Um, they're also referenced in Morph when he, or no, Levitate, whichever one where he talks about who Nico is, and then Nicholas Borbaki, and then wants to, like, keep him down or whatever. I forget which one it is. It's one of, it's one of, it's either Levitate or Morph, I don't know. But either way, um, it's about that, and then the Niners are the bishops of Dima, the organization slash group slash country thing that they're, like, in. Um, that the main character wants to leave, but the nine bishops won't let him, and neither will Nico, because their science is gonna take over, and you won't be able to have individual thought in Dima once they're done with you. You're being, like, so serious that I cannot keep a straight face. Um, I want to just read the genius lyrics, um, to this song specifically, um, the interpretation or the annotation mm. uh, on the side for the oh, very the one beginning. that's like "Welcome to Dima" backwards. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the intro is like a reverse, and it's the words are um, "We denounce vilism and we will leave Dima the head true east. We are the banditos." That literally sounds like a foreign language to me. I don't know, but this is deciphered by someone on Genius. Thank you. Um, 
Who is it? As um, I give them the credit. It says I it mean, at the top. It says it at the top. It should. It says by eight contributors. Oh, okay. So there was this was a collaborative effort. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so it says the fact the the audio may be reversed may be a way to suggest this message message is supposed to be hidden, supposedly from the bishops who trap people in the fictional city of Bima. The bishops invented a religion called vialism, the practice of putting light into vials, the long tubes of light seen in the music video, to keep the inhabitants of Dima from feeling hope and seeking help, real light, like the torches the banditos carry, the sun, and the yellow tape and flowers. The banditos are a group of individuals rescuing people trapped in Dima. The We Are Banditos reverse audio clip was found on the DMA.org website in the weeks leading to the song's release. Yeah. So that's where all the viral marketing was on the DMA. Ooh, or child. Um, <laughs> can't. So yeah, so that's what that's about. I can't believe I just made a Vine reference out of that. Well, that's what that's what it's about. So, <laughs> thank you. Um, I don't believe the hype with thank the you, hype. Thank you, Yeah, you're right. Okay, I do want to talk about Neon Gravestones before we get to the pet cheetah that we really want to talk about. Mm, yes. Um, because I don't agree <laughs> with this song i don't think pop stars should be glorified for dying young and i feel like that's what this song does well uh, we're not pop stars just like i don't think people that in general i don't think that like celebrities should be glorified for like dying young i think that sounds a pretty like bad, bad message. message so i mean not that that's what he's saying i think maybe he's almost saying the opposite but let me just get into these genius lyrics while you like say I th- your hot take no i think that the the song specifically is a um a criticism of that. I don't think it's necessarily yeah. I don't think it's glorifying the the suicide of like celebrity or anything. I think it's saying like that that's a, a I think it's a saying that if thing. he did that, I think it's saying that basically it's saying it's it's n- it's written in the way that like if he did it then people would forget, forget and, and move it. Yeah. on. And yeah. you know, and like so don't go that route because it's not solving anything mm-hmm. and it's not giving you or anybody else like anything. Yeah. Like it's not the way to go. I feel like it's Yeah, it's it's kind of like a I feel like it's a response, but it doesn't necessarily unless you like literally look at these lyrics and go on genius and like go to the interviews like with Tyler and everything, like you wouldn't necessarily know, I think, that that's the actual stance that they're taking. You know what? I think you're right in that they are, and that this song is kind of the op, like going against going that mm-hmm. route, which makes me feel a little bit better about it. <laughs> but it's still not that great. But like, of a, at least in terms of, it's kind of a weird ballad, and I don't love it. Yeah, it's her in terms of like musically, it's not that great. But like, someone on Genius wrote that like those contemplating suicide who will who see this interpret such events as okay this person doesn't have that good of grammar but um will think it's beneficial thinking that they will receive great praise for their accomplishments once they're dead but what and what tyler is kind of this is what i'm saying now mm-hmm. um and what tyler is kind of bringing to light here is that they'll mourn and move on to someone else and that's exactly what he says in the bridge mm-hmm. yeah yeah but like to get to that message, you have to sit through all like five minutes of this song, and is right. It worth so just it? skip to the bridge, and yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah, most of these songs, frankly, are that. Um, Bandito, Bandito is an Alt J song, and I'm not gonna say any more about it because you know how I feel about Alt J. 
Um, he really doesn't like all J. Pet Cheetah. I for one do. But. Pet Cheetah is about a cheetah named Jason Statham. And, like, the rest of the album, it has really good production, but it is not a good song. I can't like, believe that Tyler has a pet cheetah in his basement. If it was... That's so wild. If it was just the verse and not the chorus that kills all energy and momentum, I think it would be better. But the outro makes me feel like I'm going to die. So I think that's a plus. That's probably just, the opposite message that they want, that Tyler like, wants to be sending. I... I I would include like this on ad- my, like, sex murder party playlist. Like, but just the outro. The <laughs> pet cheetah... Oh no. And then oh no. That's all I had to say about Pet Cheetah. I that, <laughs> that song I, honestly like I know I hyped it up. We kept talking about oh I can't wait till we get to Pet Cheetah. But really there's nothing else to say besides like what? A pet cheetah's locked in Tyler's basement. And it's named Jason Statham. And there's no substance. Yeah. There's no substance here. Um I'm curious to have like one last like genius interpretation and i want it to be of something in pet cheetah yeah no so go give for me that. a hot second to find something good um legend well, oh. while you do that i'll talk about legend all right um which is about tyler's grandpa and like while it has a really nice sediment to it and it's like a nice song it just feels like portugal the man in literally every single way and like i want to give more criticism to this album other than comparing it to things but like that's all i kept thinking about when i was listening to that song it's just like this sounds like a popular portugal the man song therefore we should put it on this album to get people to like it i mean yeah because portugal the man is is like a good band good band yeah people like it yeah specifically their new album woodstock because it when has Feel It Still. When um, they have other good like songs. And no, but that's the popular one. Nope, that's like, the popular one, Natalie. Like, there's other good music Natalie. by Fortune. That's <laughs> the only song by them. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, here's Wonderwall. Um, no, but I found I found what I wanted. The one for Pachita. Yes, this was by three contributors. Um, And it says, <laughs> um, in regards to verse two... Uh, raising a cheetah to adulthood is not an easy task. Furthermore, bathing a cat in general, let alone a 150-pound cheetah, is an almost impossible task. Despite this, Tyler has taken up the challenge. If Tyler's cheetah represents his musical creativity, then it can be inferred that he has conquered the daunting task of finding unique new beats and lyrics through many years of, quote, raising his cheetah. On a funnier note, the bathe Tim line could be a reference to Tyler's first tweet back from the hiatus, which he tweeted, oh, I was taking a bath. Let me just say, it's not that deep, people. Let's relax a little bit. Like, I don't... Like, I can't. It's not that like, deep. Like, this, this one's obviously a metaphor for something, obviously. Yeah, but So, I like, mean, like, that's fine. Like, this is the only song on this album I will accept <laughs> any kind of, like, allegory with. The rest, fuck off. I just... I just can't. Like, genius, I can't. The last song, Leave the City's Bad, and I was glad that the album was over. Wow. That's a hot take. Um, So, basically, I mean, I do, like, obviously, Tyler is an advocate for mental health, which I really, like, appreciate. Um, yeah, me too. Because I am also an advocate for mental health. Yeah, me too. But I think that, I don't know, I feel like it seems more to me, and maybe this is just me, that he's actually 
trying to be more it's like he's trying to be relatable rather than like actually sending a positive a message. message yes so that's just my take on that mm-hmm. um but no, I, that could just be like. me though like this like this music helps people and i, I know that like for a fact because i know his music has helped my friends i so. think blurry face was closer to that yes than i agree 100 because blurry face was like a direct like this is an embodiment of all the things that we don't like about ourselves yeah and then this is just like let's go to the fictional or a town city of dima and escape it because it's an allegory for greater society harping our creativity i agree with that completely i think they're not this so much this album but their previous work i think was definitely more of something that i think people could relate to and could be helpful and i think it helps people and me and you know but this album is too there's a lot of references and i get that they're trying to be artsy and they're trying to be edgy but like it's like not really hitting home too vague yeah, it's not hitting home. So my one sentence takeaway from this album uh, is that it's quite well produced, um, and it varies in sound, which is good, but it sounds like a 21 Pilots record, and for some of you, that's great news, and for people like me, it's meh. Mm. So, that's... Mm. That's really good. What's your What's yours takeaway? Um... This is a well-produced album that says absolutely nothing. Ooh, that was good. I like that. Just concise, clear. Two and a half out of five. Unlike this album, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> but, I mean, that's basically, that's trench. I mean, mm-hmm. it's relatively inoffensive, you know? And that's the problem. Yeah. Um... But if you like it, you like it. Like, there's nothing wrong with liking it. Yeah, no, some of the songs are fine. Yeah, like, I probably would go back and listen to Morph, not gonna lie. Yeah, it's on my 2018 playlist, so. Yeah, um, so basically, if what we, you know, listen for yourself. Don't let us. Yeah, absolutely. Don't let us That's what Tyler would want. Yeah. (laughs) Tyler would want you to listen to it yourself and then form your opinion. And then you can decide whether or not you're a bandito and you shuffle people out of Dima from... The the watchful gaze of the nine bishops and Nico Borbaki. Exactly. I don't know. We need to like start reviewing albums that are offensive because so far Brockhampton's album was inoffensive and was so just... was this one. Like Or like sing- things that are like good. Yeah. We haven't had one of those yet. Yeah. So because so far like it's just like, okay, everybody's playing it safe. Nobody like I feel like this whole year has just been a lot of musicians playing it safe. And then I just there hasn't been, like, a single album that's really stood out to me this year that's, like, my favorite. Mm-hmm. I agree. The new Foxing album's good, but, like, I don't think that's my favorite album this year. I wanted it to be Interpol. Black's album is good. But then Interpol was just like, no, we're going to record it live, and then it's going to sound weird. I'm like, great, cool, <laughs> sounds great. Can't wait. All right, so that's our, that's 21 Pilots for you. Thanks for listening. Can to... I, um, before you turn this off, can I explain how you spelled ukulele? In your comment for the hype. <laughs> I hate ukuleles. U-K-I-A-Y-E-S. I hate ukuleles. <laughs> she said. Okay, wait. No. I knew I, I was spelling it ukuleles. wrong. I knew I was. It's not like I'm turning a paper into like uh, like for a class. <laughs> like relax. My levels are peaking because I'm getting angry. Um like, relax a bit. I knew I spelled it wrong. It was underlined in red. I wasn't trying to spell things right. This is not underlined in red, which means that's a word. Oh. So, um... <laughs> oh, no. 
need to cut this off. Um, anyways. We need to end this. No, no, no. We're doing so good. Um, really, though, thank you for listening. Um, even if you hate us, which, understandable, because honestly, I would I'm too, sorry probably. we trashed your favorite band. I'm sorry if, yeah, I'm sorry if we, like, offended anybody. Um, not that sorry, actually. Whatever. Um, and... <laughs> You know, keep on the lookout for next week when we choose an album to delve into. And if you have, if there's something you want us to delve into, definitely let us know. Are there any albums that you're looking forward to this week? No. Okay. Nothing. I'd have to, like, look, and I'm not going to do The new, um, the St. Vincent piano version of Mass Seduction is coming out. Unnecessary. Mass Education. And it's then unnecessary. John Grant has an album coming out that I'm looking forward to, but it might be bad, so we'll yeah. see. So definitely, like, I don't know, however you want to contact us, literally, like, leave or um, do you, like, my Twitter name. smoke signals or, um, like, leave cryptic messages on a website? Or leave comments on, like, I don't know, the, you can't leave comments on Apple, right? And SoundCloud feed, I guess, yeah. yeah. Literally, um, if there's a will, there's a way. Like, post a cryptic know. gif of a cheetah running with different letters, and then we will decipher it just like we had to do for the pep cheetah song. And if there's something that, like, came out recently, even if it's not something that's coming up, that you're, like one want somebody to talk about maybe you didn't want us to talk about it but like we're all you got um you know we can go back and like go backwards in time and like yeah. review we like, have the we have the power yeah we, anything is possible with the internet so um yeah mm-hmm. i never know how to end these things um make sure you guys check out the spectator this week there is a review of trench not by us but by somebody else um so check that out um and we'll see you next week. Listen to Subverse, buy our merch, support our sponsor, Vinyl Me, please. There you go. Um, because you're supporting us if you support our sponsor. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, listen to the other podcast. It won't turn off. Don't listen to it. won't turn off. It's this month, we're talking great. about best video game monsters throughout the month, all culminating in a retrospective of the Castlevania series. Great. Okay. I'll see you guys. I'll see you next week.